there, friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book-by-book reading. I have been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is February 11th, and our reading comes from Exodus 32:1 through 34:35. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. The Calf of Gold Exodus 32, 1-29 When Moses failed to come back down the mountain right away, the people went to Aaron. Look, they said, make us some gods who can lead us. This man Moses who brought us here from Egypt has disappeared. We don't know what has happened to him. So Aaron said, tell your wives and sons and daughters to take off their gold earrings and bring them to me. All the people obeyed Aaron and brought them their gold earrings. Then Aaron took the gold, melted it down, and molded and tooled it into the shape of a calf. The people exclaimed, O Israel, these are the gods who brought you out of Egypt. When Aaron saw how excited the people were about it, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the people got up early the next morning to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings. After this, they celebrated with feasting and drinking and indulged themselves in pagan revelry. Then the Lord told Moses, Quickly, go down to the mountain. The people you brought from Egypt have defiled themselves. They have already turned from the way I commanded them to live. They have made an idol shaped like a calf, and they have worshipped and sacrificed to it. They are saying, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of Egypt. Then the Lord said, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. Now leave me alone so my anger can blaze against them and destroy them all. Then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation instead of them. But Moses pleaded with the Lord his God not to do it. O Lord, he exclaimed, why are you so angry with your own people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt with such great power and mighty acts? The Egyptians will say God tricked them into coming to the mountains so he could kill them and wipe them off from the face of the earth. Turn away from your fierce anger. Change your mind about this terrible disaster you are planning against your people. Remember your covenant with your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven. Yes, I will give them all of this land that I have promised to your descendants, and they will possess it forever. So the Lord withdrew his threat and didn't bring against his people the disaster he had threatened. Then Moses turned and went down the mountain. He held in his hands the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. These stone tablets were God's work. The words on them were written by God himself. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting below them, he exclaimed to Moses, It sounds as if there is war in the camp. But Moses replied, No, it's neither a cry of victory nor a cry of defeat. It is a sound of a celebration. When they came near the camp, 
Moses saw the calf and the dancing. In terrible anger, he threw the stone tablets to the ground, smashing them at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf they had made and melted it in the fire. And when the metal had cooled, he ground it into powder and mixed it with water. Then he made the people drink it. After that, he turned to Aaron. What did the people do to you, he demanded. How did they ever make you bring such terrible sin upon them? Don't get upset, sir, Aaron replied. You yourself know these people and what a wicked bunch they are. They said to me, make us some gods to lead us, for something has happened to this man Moses who led us out of Egypt. So I told them, bring me your gold earrings. And when they brought them to me, I threw them into the fire and out came this calf. When Moses saw that Aaron had let the people get completely out of control and much to the amusement of their enemies, he stood at the entrance to the camp and shouted, all of you who are on the Lord's side, come over here and join me. And all the Levites came. And he told them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Strap on your swords. Go back and forth from one end of the camp to the other, killing even your brothers, friends, and neighbors. The Levites obeyed Moses, and about 3,000 people died that day. Then Moses told the Levites, Today you have been ordained for the service of the Lord, for you obeyed him even though it meant killing your own sons and brothers. Because of this, he will now give you a great blessing. Moses intercedes for Israel, Exodus thirty-two thirty through thirty-three eleven. The next day, Moses said to the people, "You have committed a terrible sin, but I will return to the Lord on the mountain. Perhaps I will be able to obtain forgiveness for you." So Moses returned to the Lord and said, "Alas, these people have committed a terrible sin. They have made gods of gold for themselves. But now, please forgive their sin, and if not, then blot me out of your record you are keeping." The Lord replied to Moses, I will blot out whoever has sinned against me. Now go, lead the people to the place I told you about. Look, my angel will lead the way before you. But when I call the people to account, I will certainly punish them for their sins. And the Lord sent a great plague upon the people because they had worshipped the calf Aaron had made. The Lord said to Moses, Now that you have brought these people out of Egypt, lead them to the land I solemnly promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I told them long ago that I would give this land to their descendants, and I will send an angel before you to drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Theirs is a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not travel along with you, for you are a stubborn, unruly people. If I did, I would be tempted to destroy you along the way. When the people heard these stern words, they went into mourning and refused to wear their jewelry and ornaments. For the Lord had told Moses to tell them, You are an unruly, stubborn people. If I were there among you for even a moment, I would destroy you. Remove your jewelry and ornaments until I decide what to do with you. So from the time they left Mount Sinai, the Israelites wore no more jewelry. It was Moses' custom to set up the tent known as the Tent of Meeting far outside the camp. Everyone who wanted to consult with the Lord would go there. Whenever Moses went out to the Tent of Meeting, all the people would get up and stand in their tent entrances. They would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Then all the people would stand and bow low at their tent entrances. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, stayed behind in the tent of meeting. Moses sees the Lord's glory. 
Exodus 33, 12-23 Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You call me by name and tell me I found favor with you. Please, if this is really so, show me your intentions so I will understand you more fully and do exactly what you want me to do. Besides, don't forget that this nation is your very own people. And the Lord replied, I will go personally with you, Moses. I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said, If you don't go with us personally, don't let us move a step from this place. If you don't go with us, how will anyone ever know that your people and I have found favor with you? How else will they know we are special and distinct from all other people on the earth? And the Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for you have found favor with me, and you are my friend. Then Moses had one more request. Please let me see your glorious presence, he asked. The Lord replied, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will call out my name, the Lord, to you. I will show kindness to anyone I choose, and I will show mercy to anyone I choose. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one may see me and live. The Lord continued, Stand here on this rock beside me. As my glorious presence passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed. Then I will remove my hand, and you will see me from far behind but my face will not be seen. A new copy of the covenant. Exodus 34, 1-35 The Lord told Moses, Prepare two stone tablets like the first ones. I will write on them the same words that were on the tablets you smashed. Be ready in the morning to come up to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one else may come with you. In fact, no one is allowed anywhere on the mountain. Do not even let the flocks or herds graze near the mountain. So Moses cut two tablets of stone like the first ones. Early in the morning, he climbed Mount Sinai as the Lord had told him, carrying the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and called out his own name, the Lord, as Moses stood there in his presence. He passed in front of Moses and said, I am the Lord, I am the Lord, the merciful and gracious God. I am slow to anger and rich in unfailing love and faithfulness. I show this unfailing love to many thousands by forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. Even so, I do not leave sin unpunished. I punish the children for the sins of their parents to the third and fourth generations. Moses immediately fell to the ground and worshipped. Then he said, If it is true that I have found favor in your sight, O Lord, then please go with us. Yes, this is an unruly and stubborn people. But please pardon our iniquity and our sins, Accept us as your own special possession. The Lord replied, All right, this is the covenant I am going to make with you. I will perform wonders that have never been done before anywhere in all the earth or in any nation. And all the people around you will see the power of the Lord, the awesome power I will display through you. Your responsibility is to obey all the commands I am giving you today. Then I will surely drive out all those who stand in your way, the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Be very careful never to make treaties with the people in the land where you are going. If you do, you will soon be following their evil ways. Instead, you must break down their pagan altars, smash the sacred pillars they worship, and cut down their carved images. You must worship no other gods, but only the Lord, for he is a God who is passionate about his relationship with you. Do not make treaties of any kind with the people living in the land. 
They are spiritual prostitutes committing adultery against me by sacrificing to their gods. If you make peace with them, they will invite you to go with them to worship their gods, and you are likely to do it. And you will accept their daughters who worship other gods as wives for your sons. Then they will cause your sons to commit adultery against me by worshiping other gods. You must make no gods for yourselves at all. Be sure to celebrate the festival of unleavened bread for seven days, just as I instructed you at the appointed time each year in early spring, for that was when you left Egypt. Every firstborn male belongs to me, of both cattle and sheep. A firstborn male donkey may be redeemed from the Lord by presenting a lamb in its place. But if you decide not to make the exchange, you must kill the donkey by breaking its neck. However, you must redeem every firstborn son. No one is allowed to appear before me without a gift. Six days are set aside for work. But on the Sabbath day, you must rest, even during the seasons of plowing and harvest. And you must remember to celebrate the festival of harvest with the first crop of the wheat harvest and celebrate the festival of the final harvest at the end of the harvest season. Three times each year, all the men of Israel must appear before the sovereign Lord, the God of Israel. No one will attack and conquer your land when you go to appear before the Lord your God those three times each year. I will drive out the nations that stand in your way and will enlarge your boundaries. You must not offer bread made with yeast as a sacrifice to me. And none of the meat of the Passover lamb may be kept over until the following morning. You must bring the best of the first of each year's crop to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. And the Lord said to Moses, Write down all these instructions, for they represent the terms of my covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was on the mountain with the Lord forty days and forty nights. In all that time he neither ate nor drank. At that time he wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, on the stone tablets. When Moses came down the mountain carrying the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face glowed because he had spoken to the Lord face to face. And when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them and asked Aaron and the community leaders to come over and talk with him. Then all the people came, and Moses gave them the instructions the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he removed the veil until he came out again. Then he would give the people whatever instructions the Lord had given him, and the people would see his face aglow. Afterward, he would put the veil on again until he returned to speak with the Lord. That's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.